With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, I'm Jonathan Alexander. And I'm Alina Getzenberg. And you're listening to Panthers Tracks. So the Panthers hired a new GM uh, after a month after Marty Herney was fired. Uh, and, you know, they went through 15 candidates and they finally landed on one. They got a, a late addition uh, to the search process, Scott Fitterer uh, from the Seattle Seahawks. He was most recently their vice president of football operations. Um, and, you know, they they found the guy that they were looking for. Yeah, I thought it was, I mean, 15 candidates, you can't say it wasn't thorough, right? That's like the yeah. thing. I was just looking back at like when they hired Matt Rule and, you know, they interviewed like two other candidates, you know, like it was not as extensive as it. So I think that's a good sign. I think it's good to see them considering a variety of candidates. Um, and then I think, you know, with the hire, clearly they, after they interviewed 13 last week and could not come to a conclusion. So clearly no one stood out and then they brought, Scott Fitter in and actually another candidate, Omar Khan from the Steelers on Monday. And then, you know, three days later, he's the new GM. So clearly they were very impressed and him as a candidate, I think it makes sense um, to fit with rule. We know rule wants to say in personnel and all that. And coming from Seattle where Pete Carroll's very involved in personnel, very, very involved in personnel. I think, you know, there's a lot of it that makes sense um, and a lot still kind of to be seen with it. You know, for it to happen so quickly, you know, it was it was obviously he impressed them. Scott Federer, you know, just based on on looking at his background, seems to have a good reputation for finding guys in the later rounds. He was a, he was a part. You know, you can't say he was solely responsible, but you know, he was a part of a, a scouting department where he where he led the scouting department uh, that drafted uh, Richard Sherman uh, in the fifth round of the 2011 draft. Uh, drafted KJ Wright uh, in the fourth round of that draft. Found Russell Wilson uh, in the later rounds of the two, third round of the 2012 draft, and, and that's that's a little important here. That's, a, that's, a, that's interesting, and you know, as the Panthers search for uh, possibly search for a new quarterback and the quarterback of their future, and they might not be able to get him in those first eight picks, but maybe. Uh, Scott Federer could find a, a diamond in the rough there in the later rounds. So I think that was I, I think it was interesting that they found somebody who found somebody who was known uh, for getting gems in the later rounds. And I know he prides himself on that as well. Yeah, it is interesting that like you know what <laughs> you know we kind of went full circle in a way with this because what Marty Herney is known for not necessarily later round picks, but he's known like for being a good scout and like evaluator of talent. So it's interesting that they, you know, all the four finalists all had college scouting background. You know, most GMs have some sort of scouting, but like that's what Scout Fitter is known for is, you know, for being a good evaluator of talent. And that's something we associated with Marty Herney. So I just think that's interesting, but I do think, I mean, he was with the Seahawks for 20 years scouting and learning. And I think, 
that knowledge will be helpful to Matt Rule to have someone who's really experienced with an NFL team um, when he doesn't have that experience as much. Yeah, and and the really good thing about you know finding those dimes in the rough, he used those pieces to win uh, a Super Bowl uh, there against the Broncos, and and they lost to the Patriots narrowly. Uh, but you know those were those guys were vital to the to the Seahawks run during those years. And they still have Russell Wilson, who's among the best in the league. Um, Bobby Wagner, who's a sec- who's a second round pick, um, and he is has been an All Pro for most of his career. Um, so you know he he, he does have there is proof there. Uh, you know they struggled some with those first round picks from from what I saw looking back at some of those drafts, um, but but the but they've gotten a lot of really good uh, guys um, that that definitely helped him. Um, fun fact about Scott Fitter, uh, he played uh, baseball uh, and, and made it to the, the minor leagues. He and, and one thing I saw that was interesting with you, um, Elena, he originally committed to Cal Berkeley, but decided to turn them down. You know, for those of you who don't know, Elena graduated from Cal Berkeley. Go Bears. <laughs> one of the most beautiful schools I've ever it's been awesome. to. Oh he should have gone to Cal, but he, you know, UCLA is also a lovely school. So yeah, yeah. So so so, so basically, you know, I was looking at a 1992 story uh, in the LA Times, and he, um, he, he, the coach said he had wanted to play under Bruce Snyder, um, and then Bruce Snyder left for Arizona State. I do need to check to see if Bruce Snyder and, and Phil Snow cross paths um, at Arizona State. But anyway, so. You know, he wanted to play there, but Bruce Snyder left for Arizona State, so he decided he had visited UCLA and and decommitted from uh, Cal and went to UCLA and spent a couple years there, then went to LSU and then eventually got his degree uh, back at UCLA. So, you know, as an interesting uh, background, I think uh, a few shoulder surgeries ended his baseball career, but and he's a dual sport athlete, football, baseball, and, uh, you know, I thought I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it is. And he's got a he he was a quarterback, so he's got leadership, yeah. you know. Like he yeah. was a very he was very involved in sports. It's cool to see someone that like played that's hard to do to like play two sports in college. So I feel like that it's like a very unique like you don't see people being successful at that a lot. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He did he did um and, and that was one of the main reasons why he ended up transferring from from UCLA because uh, you know he was ended up being a backup. He had wanted to become a starter and try to get the opportunity at LSU. But yeah, it seems to be a very interesting guy. Uh, our press conference won't be until next week, so you know hopefully then we'll find out a little bit more about the motivation to want to become the Panthers GM and and how this came together. Um, but right now it seems to be you know be a good fit. You know a lot of important things on this to do list. Uh, for one, they got that number eight pick in the draft. Free agency will be in a couple of months. Um, and then a few coaching hires they need to make. Um, anything else on the to-do list you think, uh, you know, is going to be important for, you know, Federer to address? Well, I think, like, the one thing to focus on is, like, the eighth overall pick is interesting because – the Seahawks haven't picked in the top 10 since they picked Russell Okun, which is like, what a full circle moment there too. Like uh, yeah. um, in 2010. So like there's, you know, he hasn't really been part of a draft and the Seahawks are known for trading back. Like they almost, they have traded a lot of first round picks from 2012 to 2019. They like 
did something with their first round pick to move back um, or, or trade for a player. So it's interesting to see like, you know, Marty Herney's not, wasn't known for trading back really in the first round. So like, would it really make sense here? Probably not. But like, it's interesting to see what they could do with the eighth overall pick and like, there's just a lot of potential with it. And will they go quarterback? Will they, do they want to trade up even? Like, I think that is such a big decision because it relates to the future at quarterback. Um, but other things on the to-do list, I mean, whether or not Joe Brady is leaving is like not really Scott Fitter's business, but like, I mean, it is, but like that's more Matt Rule's turf. And, you know, that's huge. Like either way, like if he's staying, you know, he, there's still a couple head coaching searches he's involved in. So and if he goes, does that – and there's offensive holes on the staff already. Like, how do they go about filling those? Do they do internal? Do they look outside? Um, that, to me, is, like, the biggest thing because you're going to – you might be developing a young quarterback and you want coaches around him that are good and you think – you know, there's no quarterback coach right now. So that's, that's a huge hiring to me. Yeah, absolutely. That offensive coordinator, you know, Matt Rule is going to want – to have somebody who, you know, he really connects with. And I think that's going to be the most interesting thing, you know, if Joe Brady does leave, that uh, that Fitter is going to have to deal with because, you, you know, they hired, you know, somebody who would be collaborative with Matt Rule, would work well with Matt Rule as he as as they go through this offseason and, and into the future. And, um, you know, this the offensive coordinator is going to be super important uh, because offense definitely struggled. Uh, you know, this past season, uh, it could have been could have been better. Um, so that's going to be an interesting decision uh, for sure. And how they deal with that number eight pick, whether they trade back or because the Panthers have a lot of needs, uh, you know, uh, tight end, pass catching tight end, quarterback, offensive line. Oh, the offensive line, um, <laughs> linebacker, <laughs> cornerbacks. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot. There are a lot of needs. Yeah, so. It's also interesting to have a new GM coming in, like with a quarterback under contract, like Teddy Bridgewater is for another year. Like, mm -hmm. the, he didn't have anything to do with Teddy Bridgewater signing here. So, like, it'll be interesting to see how they approach that situation going forward. Um, also, with like, you know, when you come into a situation where there's guys under contract, like, how do you approach that? Are there less ties to them, or you know, hit how Matt Rule and Scott Fitter will work together on that. I think will be interesting to see too. Yeah, for sure. Well, keep checking with us on charlotteobserver.com for, for the latest news. charlotteobserver.com slash sports. Uh, for the latest news, uh, we'll keep you updated. Uh, thanks for listening for this short episode, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. So that's our show. If you like this podcast and want to see more projects like this, please subscribe to the Charlotte Observer Sportscast. We get unlimited digital access to our sports section with our current deal for 99 cents for each of the first three months of your subscription. That includes coverage of the Panthers, the Hornets, NASCAR, UNC Charlotte, high school sports, UNC Chapel Hill, Duke, NC State, and more. You can find the Sports Pass at charlotteobserver.com slash sportspass.